0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday, the 21st of March, and as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off, as always, with the scores on the doors. And it was a good Monday for the U.S. market. Some stability returning to the U.S. post the Credit Suisse UBS tie-up at the weekend. The Shotgun Wedding, we saw the Dow Jones up 383 points or 1.2%. It was never in negative. Its low was up 10 points. Its high was up 418, closing at 32,245. The NASDAQ continues to push higher as well, up 0.4 of a percent, 45 points, 11,676. And the S&P 500 in the middle for Diddle, 0.9% higher, 35 points, 39.52. And the VIX volatility index has all this peace, love and understanding broke out in the US. We saw that fall 5.3%. Our spy futures are showing a 45 point gain, which is pretty much half of yesterday's loss, which was 96 points or 1.4%. I have to say at one stage, we did think that the market would actually go positive amazingly uh, during the mid-morning session. But unfortunately, as the day wore on and Asia kicked in, the market did close down and dirty. 96 points down, 1.4%. 45 points back today in theory, with the uh, SPY showing that rise today. Over in Europe, we did see some relief as well on the back of the UBS Credit Swiss. Shotgun Wedding, the stock 600 up 1%. FTSE up around 1%. Germany up around 1%. France up 1.3%. Spain up 1.4%. So not a bad effort there, as I said. Some stability returning there. 10-year bond yields, though, 3.488 in the U.S., rising slightly, 9.1 basis points. The two years up 13.5 basis points to 3.98. And the Aussie 10-year 3.299, up 3.9 basis points. wasn't long ago they were parity with the US 10 years. Not so at the moment. The big winner, apart from gold in all of this, has been Bitcoin, which once again pushing ever higher. The thought is that with more money sloshing around the system, courtesy of bank bailouts and central banks backstopping them, then Bitcoin is the winner from all of this. I'm not sure I would agree, but for the time being... It is working. They're up around, Bitcoin's up around 70% since the start of the year. Another 4.5% higher last night. The Aussie dollar, 67.19. The US dollar index slipping slightly 0.4 of a percent. In the US, in terms of stocks, we had Apple up 1.6, Meta up 1.1. Google down 0.4, Microsoft down 2.6, Amazon down 1.3%. They announced a whole heap of new job cuts there. From Amazon, and also in the Web Services division as well. Tesla was up 1.7%. Netflix up half a percent. U.S. banks a little bit higgledy-piggledy, but some stability returning. J.P. Morgan was up 1.1%. Citigroup down 0.4%. Goldman up 2%. Bank of America down a quarter. Wells Fargo down 0.7%. And block the artist formerly known as Facebook, uh, formerly known as Square, rather sorry. Block was up 07 of a percent. We also saw, surprisingly, I guess Exxon Mobil doing well, up 2.6%. In fact, the oil and gas sector in the US, the energy sector, did very well last night. Uh, so that was one of the big winning sectors. General Motors up 07 and Walmart up 1.1%. In Aussie stocks overseas, CBA in the banking sector, which is pretty much all we care about at the moment, was up 1.7%. In other banks in Europe, Barclays was down 2.3. UBS though rallied 1.26 percent on the back of the deal to buy Credit Suisse. So a little bit of uh, positivity creepy. in Deutsche down 0.5 of a percent. Looking at commodities last night, we had Brent crude rallying 1.8 percent, a dollar 30 to 73.71, WTI up 1.4 percent. 95 cents to 67.56 and the gold price held in surprisingly uh, given that it was a bit of risk on rather than risk off. It was up 0.14%, $2.80. 1978.7 did come off in Asian time yesterday, about 0.7%. Platinum up 1.3%. In the LME prices, we had copper up 1.3%. Nickel continues to be volatile but not in a good way I don't think down 2.7% aluminium up 0.2 zinc down half a percent lead up 0. 0.9 ton up 1.7% iron ore eased dalian iron ore futures yesterday were down 2.5% uh, coal also not such a merry old soul at the moment down 1.7 and lithium continues to struggle down 3.8% yesterday in mining stocks overseas, we had BHP up 2%, Rio up 2.77% in ADR terms. That's American Depository Receipts. Freeport, McMoran up 34 Alcoa up 29 Tech down 1.1%, Anglo up 4.9%, Glencore up 3.9%, Vale up 04 and Albemarle in the lithium space up 2.3%, so nil desperandum, there with Albemarle actually doing better. In the U.S. though, in a little more detail, we did see that rally last night in the U.S. markets. Regional banks rose as well. They rebounded from big losses last week. Uh, Wall Street expects more action may be needed to restore confidence in the banking system after the U.S. regulators backstopped SVB's uninsured deposits. Uh, Regional banks is still where the trouble appears to be. Uh, JP Morgan's Kalankovic has warned of what they call a Minsky moment, a possible Minsky moment ahead as financial and geopolitical risks mount. The possibility of a Minsky moment, he said, in markets and geopolitics has increased. The term Minsky moment is when markets break down, often following high amounts of speculation and easy policy. J.P. Morgan is advising First Republic, which is partly the epicenter of the current U.S. regional banking problems, on potential capital raise, sources have said to CNBC. Um, It is looking at strategic alternatives after last week's $30 billion deposit uh, by the uh, big banks in the U.S. failed to stop the slide for the bank's stocks. Uh, They're now looking at potentially a capital raise. Uh, the sale of the bank is also a possibility. And S&P Global rating said it lowered its outlook on the UBS Group to negative from stable because of the concerns related to the Swiss bank's ability to integrate Credit Suisse. There are some that are suggesting that the integration of Credit Suisse will take an awful long time. They are talking years. S&P Global sees material execution risk in UBS integration of Credit Suisse. All right, in oil, we did see that uh, oil price uh, better last night, But the most ardent bull in the oil sector this is probably a sign that oil is going back up is Goldman Sachs, no longer forecast the commodity to reach 100 bucks a barrel. It's paired its forecast for uh, the next 12 months ahead to 94 dollars U.S. a barrel. 97 dollars in the second half of 24. Both were 100 bucks. So 6% down on 12 months ahead and 3% down on the second half of 2024. Enough to make the headlines? Mm, Clearly it was. Amazon's cutting 9,000 more jobs, which includes jobs at AWS and Twitch. Looking at local news today, we've got that spy up 45 points. Not a huge amount of corporate stuff around as yet in our market. But uh, we have got Latitude saying the cyber attack is ongoing. Great way for um, Ahmed Farood to bow out of the head job at Latitude is the cyber attack. Intertech Pivot has sold its U.S. plant for $2.5 billion. That's its ammonium manufacturing facility located in the U.S. Uh, that clears the road for the company to demerge. It also has secured a 25-year Ammonia Supply Agreement between its Dino Noble and Macros Explosives business and the buyer CF Industries, which is valued at $425 million. In other news today, Woodside Energy to accelerate the capital deployment in the US amid subsidies provided under Inflation Reduction Act. We do have the RBA Minutes at 11.30. This is from the last RBA meeting. So they will be pored over by The economists, of course. In broken news, clean away waste management has been upgraded to neutral from underperform at Credit Suisse. They're still out there batting, that's good to see. Helios has upgraded to neutral from underweight at JP Morgan. Ramsey Healthcare initiated sector perform at RBC Capital Markets. And AMP is facing a strike as ASA, the Australian Shareholders Association, has told its members to vote against the remuneration report. There you go, the stock is cratered. So, be surprised if anybody is still holding AMP to say the least. And in news just in, we've had New Hope has reported first half NPAT 668.6 million versus a year ago of 330.4, pretty much double. Revenue was 1.5 billion, year ago is 1.03. Interim dividend 30 cents plus special dividend of 10 cents. The company says its long term strategy is to remain focused on coal really both through its existing thermal portfolio and a new opportunities in either met or thermal coal production and select harvest has issued a business update um, and they're saying that one of their non perel almonds potentially 25 to 35% lower than the initial forecast on their crop estimate uh, the crop estimate is dependent on final crack out ratios And net crop pricing is $7.25 to $7.70. Not sure that's particularly good news for select harvest. Well, that's it from me today. Question of the day today. Do you think we will see a rally in the oil price? Of course, it is traditionally a bit of a slow period between winter and that spring and the U.S. driving season kicking in. China, of course, kicking in as well. But do you think we'll see a rally in the oil price? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.